Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Gather round. Mm-hmm. Gather round. Mm-hmm. Gather round clowns. That's right. Michael Moulton, M2 The Rock. We're coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. D-Town. D-Town, baby. The 214. Where we talk about drug addiction. Hmm. We talk about alcoholism, Mm, liquid dope. We talk about process addiction. Mm -hmm. Real thing. Process addiction. Process addiction. Gambling. Sex. Pornography. Uh, Work. Food. Hobbies. Golf. Who knows? Anything that has my life unmanageable and I'm powerless over process addiction. We talk about that. Susan Young, welcome to the show. I see y'all popping up here. I'm by myself, so I need participation tonight. Participate. It's been a crazy night already. I can't wait to tell y'all what's going on. This has been kind of funny, kind of comical. The world is so different now. It just blows me away how different the world is. Keely Owens, Jeff, gather round clowns. Jeff Wickman's here. (laughs) We talk about depression. We talk about suicide. We talk about suicide awareness. We talk about God. Yeah, we talk God on this show. Most importantly on this show, we talk about solutions. Spiritual solutions for my human problems. Oh, my gosh. Can you relate to that? Can you relate? Can you relate to bizarre, bizarre solutions to simple problems? Okay. Can you relate to that? Well, I can. I am guilty of that. All right, guys, get this shared out. Let's share this out to everyone. We're going to have a good show tonight. Um, It's quiet. It's quiet in the M2 
household camp tonight because I just raced in from literally probably four blocks away from where we live because the great Rachel Stacy is performing tonight. If you are here local in Dallas or Addison, uh, Rachel Stacy is performing at Sidecar Social as we speak, as we speak. And as I sit down to get ready for tonight's show, I get a text for Rachel saying, oh, my God, bring my backup violin because I just broke a string. That just happened. I love her. But she said, do the show first. Bring the violin. She's performing until 10 o'clock tonight, um, Central Time. So go up there and see her. If you got a chance, go up there and see her. Um, we're not taking many. In fact, we're not doing any lives. I just don't feel comfortable doing live from an event. And what do y'all think? Do we do a live from an event with social distancing? Do we get social shamed? I mean, we're not doing anything wrong. We got hired. She got hired to perform. Uh, but they do have, I guess, code, health codes now. You only have so many people in an area. But this is a good place. It's an outdoor outdoor gig. It's beautiful, unbelievable, cool place. And so um, there are people there. Let me just tell you, I just left there, and they are there to see Rachel Stacy perform. And her violin string just broke. Hmm. But she's got a guitar. They can't hold her back. So I'm sure she's, I'm sure she is persevering, persevering. All right, let's get this shared out. We're going to share this out tonight. We're going to um, um, talk about tonight something very, very important that we need to talk about. We're going to talk about what if someone has done us wrong? Now, we talk about in recovery that resentment is the number one offender. It kills more alcoholics and drug addicts than anything else, okay? But what if somebody has done us wrong and they've done us wrong? How do we handle that in recovery, okay? We're going to talk about that. So if you go to M2 The Rock, and if I, if I could get y'all's participation um, on this tonight, when you go to M2 The Rock, if you'll go and hit the invite friends, invite friends, invite friends to come, like the page, watch the show. Um, Facebook, I guess, is going through a change right now. I'm, I'm finding it hard to get on the page. I'm getting some 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 disconnects. Do y'all have any questions tonight? Any questions for um for myself in recovery? It's been a long day. I just got back from Healing Springs Ranch. That's right. This show is brought to you by Healing Springs Ranch Residential uh, Treatment Center, one hour north of one hour north of the Dallas Fort Worth area, where they they handle um, they handle process addiction. They're very well known handling process addiction. Uh, they handle drug addiction, alcoholism. Uh, they handle dual diagnosis. Uh, they handle PTSD, trauma, and, and pain. You know all those uh, that can get out there. So um, hold on one second here because I got to get this shared out because there's a lot of people sitting on other pages that are waiting to see this. So let's get this out there right now. Hello. Let me turn my volume down. And so um, we're going to share this out. I apologize because I usually get this shared out b before we go um, live because I usually have an opening uh, to the show. 
So let me get this shared out. Is everybody shared out? Everybody hashtag shared in the comments if you shared this out. I appreciate that. And um, let's get this out. So this show might be cut short tonight because I've just gotten a text message uh, to uh, help, right? Help. So we got to help her out. We got to help our loved ones out. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. One second. Because I know people are waiting on the M to the Rock Facebook Live channel group. Uh, Brian, good to see you. Tina, good to see you. Janet, good to see you. Tamiko, good to see you. Jeff, Keely, Susan. I see everybody. Okay, there we are. Takes a while for everybody to get logged on here. Sorry for the clumsiness. That's the way TV, that's the way radio, that's the way this all is today. Is It just, um, it just is what it is. So, uh, there we go. All right. Welcome to the show. Had a good day today. Went to Healing Springs Ranch. I'd perform group today at Healing Springs Ranch and um, got a bunch of new residents there. And um, the new residents for a short period of time have to wear a mask. That's not fun. I wear a mask. Uh, once I enter the property, I have a mask on until I leave the property. So it's kind of tough doing group and talking with a mask on. Uh, number one, it's uncomfortable. Number two, it's different. And number three, it fogs up my glasses. So as I put the mask on here, my glasses go on. As I'm breathing out my nose, it fogs my glasses up. So um, it's, a, it's a tough time. And, and what do we do in group? What do we do in group at Healing Springs Ranch? The first hour of the group, we actually go around and everybody introduces themselves. They check in and they, they tell their name. They give their sobriety date if they choose. Um, and they tell me why they are at Healing Springs Ranch. And a lot of them there are for... Um, alcoholism, a lot of them are there for drug addiction, and a, and a lot of them are there for trauma, uh, anxiety, depression. Uh, they, they go to Healing Springs Ranch for that. And we talk about that. And, you know, the common denominator um, of all of them together is we have to admit that we're powerless over this. We got to get honest and we got to get connected and get surrounded by a like minded uh, people, like minded people. And we talk about fear a lot. You know, because the famous F word that we talk about on Into the Rock a lot is the fear. False evidence appearing real. Okay. And when I'm in fear and I don't process fear correctly, because for me, and I always I'm sharing my personal experience. If I don't process fear correctly and I don't do anything with it, what does it turn into? It turns into a resentment, right? And if I don't process a resentment correctly, then it turns into anger. So I shared a story and I'm going to share this with y'all. I shared a story with the family today at Healing Springs Ranch about how fear, how simple fear, if not handled correctly in my world, in my life, can lead to drugs and alcohol. How many of y'all can relate out there that when we were actively drinking and using drugs and our loved ones would tell us, they would say, why do you do the things you do? Why would you risk your job, your family? Why, why, why are you so selfish? Why do you continue to drink and do drugs? Do you not love us? Do you not care about us? Is all you care about is yourself? And I would get so angry inside because I could not answer the question, why I drink. Can y'all relate to that? In the comments, feed me. I can relate. I would get angry because I did not know why 
I was drinking and doing drugs. That's why I was angry. Okay. In recovery, and I talk a lot about the 12 step program of recovery, the 12 steps, steps four, tell me why I drink and do drugs. And I finally have an answer. I have an answer for the, my loved ones that the reason why I drank and I did drugs is because I did not know how to process fear. Okay. Here's a great example. Okay. There was one morning that I was driving to Healing Springs Ranch and I sent a text message to Rachel. And about 15, 20 minutes later, the text message was not returned. So my expectations were when I texted, I was supposed to get a return text message. Okay. So I immediately got into fear. Okay. Now, I did not do anything with that feeling of fear. So when we don't, when we get into fear and if we don't do anything with it, it turns into a resentment. Now I have a resentment towards Rachel because she did not respond to my text as I'm driving to Healing Springs Ranch. This is about two months ago. And I'm sitting here and I'm processing this and I'm in recovery and I'm like going, why am I getting resentful? Why am I getting resentful towards Rachel? Well, number one, I had an expectation. Right. So what is an expectation? An expectation. I'm setting myself up for a resentment. OK. In my world, I can't have any expectations. Y'all may have that luxury. I don't. I can't have any expectations because I'm setting myself up for a premeditated resentment. OK. So as I have this resentment, I don't like the way that feels. And I recognize I have a resentment. So if I don't do anything with the feeling of resentment, then it turns into anger. Now I'm angry. Okay. I'm driving, 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 and, and I'm, and I'm angry. I'm, I'm angry. I'm, and, and now that I have some recovery in me, my anger is different. So I'm just like going, man, I just cannot believe that she can be so selfish and not return my text message. Okay. If I don't do anything with the feeling of anger, then it turns into rage. Now, rage in my world today is not like it used to be, but rage today is I grip the steering wheel tighter and I'm in rage and I'm like, how can this person be so selfish and not return my text message when I texted her? I keep in mind, this is something, this is something that is so simple. It's a very simple, just a little bitty fear, okay? Because my text message is, was not returned. If I don't do anything with the feeling of rage, it turns into isolation. Okay. Now I'm over the rage. I'm not talking to her. As a matter of fact, if she texts me back, I'm not texting her back. I got this game going on in my head over a text message as a result of fear. Fear turned into resentment. Resentment turned into anger. Anger turned into rage. Now I'm now I am isolating. Don't want to talk to her. Just don't even want to talk to her. Hello, Opal Sisk. Welcome to the show. Don't want to talk to her. I'm just going to isolate. In fact, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody because I'm isolating. Then I start isolating. And then as a result of isolating, I start thinking about all the other people that I'm mad at. 
now I start thinking about this person I'm mad at. I start thinking about my second grade teacher that made me mad. I start thinking about an old boss that made me mad. I start thinking about the guy drove just drove by me, making me mad. Okay. It's Cause I'm isolated. I'm just sitting alone and I don't like the way that that feels. So now it turns into paranoia. Mm-hmm. Paranoia. Paranoia is this. She didn't return my text. What is she? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill she doing oh my god she's packing up my clothes and throwing them out in the driveway i probably don't have a place to live they're probably talking about me they're probably oh my god that paranoia and if i don't do anything with the feeling of paranoia i start reaching out for visible things to change the way i feel okay so i'm driving i'll pull over maybe buy a pack of cigarettes or go buy um, an energy drink or go buy something and I'm doing whatever I can to make this uncomfortable feeling go away as a result of fear and as a result of being selfish because not once did the thought ever enter my mind on I hope she's okay I wonder what she's doing I wonder if she's going through something I never did think about what's going on in her world. I'm thinking about what's going on in my world. So as this true story I'm telling you, I pull up to Healing Springs Ranch and I go in and I do group and I tell them this exact same story. What is the solution to fear? Are you ready? The solution to fear, I want everybody to do hashtag. This is the answer. Ready? Hashtag talk. We talk about it. That's why we talk about in recovery. We go to support group meetings. We get our, we get surrounded by like-minded people. The, the meeting before the meeting, the meeting after the meeting, men work with men. We have a sponsor, a mentor, a spiritual a confidant that I talk to that when I get into fear, I pick up the phone and I call this person and talk to this man. And as a result of me talking and putting all this on the board, okay, I had the whole, I didn't, I had nothing, but God was using this situation to help the entire residents of Healing Springs Ranch. When I was done with my lecture, presentation, class, lead, whatever we want to call it, okay, when I was done, my back pocket vibrates, and it is a text message from Rachel Stacy, and it said, I love you so much. I apologize for not responding to your text. My battery was dead. <laughs> How many times have you relapsed? Are gone back out over fear 
finding out the next day that what I was in fear about did not even exist. Do you see how crazy my brain can get? And when I talk about that this disease is cunning, baffling, and powerful, when I talk about that this disease speaks to me in my own voice, and when I talk about that this disease tells me that I don't have a disease, that's what I'm talking about. This is what alcoholism is. This is what drug addiction is because what happens is, is, is I didn't know how to process fear. And when I would get resentful, angry, and enraged, and when I'd isolate and I would get paranoid and I'm in the future all alone tripping, okay, when I'm doing that, I never had any tools on how to process it. So I was doing everything I could to make, here's what it is, the pain go away. And I found it in alcohol and drugs. And it made the pain go away for maybe half a second. But that half a second I held on to. And that half a second, in order to hold on to that half a second, I would drink more and I would use more. And when I would drink and I would use the resentment, the anger, the rage, the isolation, and the paranoia got worse. My solution to make that go away was to drink more and to do more drugs. And then I would create more problems as a result of drinking more and doing more drugs that guess what I would do to make those problems go away? I would drink more and I would do more drugs. This is tiring just talking about it. Are you with me? All as a result of fear. All as a result of she didn't return my text message. It's all the result because when I sent the text, before I even hit send, my expectations were for her to respond immediately, and I wanted her to say a certain thing. I was doomed from the start. When we relapse, when we relapse, when the alcohol touches my lips, the drugs touch my nose or my veins, the relapse is over, okay? The relapse is over. I'm now back into active addiction, okay? Recovery is recognizing the behaviors leading up to the drink and drug. So, M2, myself, I'm speaking for me, okay? And I don't, when I say this, I want you really to process what I'm saying, okay? When my eyes are open, ready? I'm in full-blown relapse, okay? Now, if you're spiritual, I'm, I, I claim, I, I, I love Jesus Christ. I love the Bible. I love studying, living a spiritual life, okay? What that looks like in the spiritual language is, is that I am in spiritual warfare throughout the day. Now, that sounds scary. It sounds like I don't want that life. Yeah, you do. I'm telling you, you do. Because we recognize it, okay? 
you know, because one thing is, is, is that as long as I am living in the truth, speaking the truth, okay, telling the truth, accepting the truth, the disease can't get me. The devil can't get me. He's got nothing on me, nothing. But if I just hint being dishonest with myself, I'm leaving the door open. And that's where anxiety comes in and pain, okay? Let me see what we got here. Let me see what we got here with Paul. Paul Evans. I see. I'm overwhelmed by the power of prayer. Let me see here. I think Paul was having a tough day yesterday. I am overwhelmed by the power of prayer and thankful for all the prayers and feeling the power of God giving me strength to be victorious during this stressful time. I'm going through right now. I'm reminded of the scripture, even though I walk through the shadow of death and how Jesus is giving me rest like he had when he slept through the storm and his disciples cried out for him in the storm. Jesus said, peace be still. I'm now having peace over things I cannot control. Let me tell you something, Paul. I'm going to tell you all everything based on my experience, based on my experience. Okay. What he's talking about there, you talk about the Bible and the, and the, and, and the boat going across the lake. Jesus says, get in the boat. That boat's going to take you from here across the lake. Jesus didn't say it was going to be smooth, okay? But as long as you have faith in me, you're going to get to the other side of the lake. Now, during the rough patches, guess what happens? The people in the boat got closer. They got more connected, okay? They pulled together, all right? It's a we program. We program. Yes, you can't fix a spiritual problem with a chemical solution. That's right. I need spiritual solutions for my human problems. I love that. But that's what that is, 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 is rough waters. God allows things to happen in my life so I know that he's God. Do you know what it means to fear God? You hear people say, fear God, fear God. Do you know what that means? Let me tell you what it means. Take God seriously. Take him seriously. Okay? That's what fear God. For me to fear, I take him very seriously. I respect him. I love him. I'm not scared of him. That's not what fear is. To fear God is to take him seriously. Okay? We are dealing with a big-time God. Big-time God. We serve God. We don't serve the flesh. I get that now. It makes so much sense to me. And I got that through recovery. It started with the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And then I wanted more. I said, man, I'm starting to feel good. And then I started hearing things and I started reading things in the Bible. And I'm like going, whoa, this makes sense to me. It's working for me. And the chaos in my soul was being filled with the spirit. And it makes sense to me. We talk a lot in recovery of um, of resentments and for the newcomer that might be watching this show or listening to this podcast. Michael, I have a question for you. What about the people who wronged me? What about that? Boy, have I got it. Have I got a story for you? What I, I have. You are listening and watching. If you're watching this or if you're listening to this, I was the biggest chronic relapser around. 27 mugshots. I know, I mean, that's, that, 
my, I'm not unique, okay? But this is my story. I could not get sober. I could not put the sword down. I could not do it. For the people that I wronged, that, that, was, that was a note. I did it. I did it. My bad. My bad. I would struggle. I would struggle with shame for the people I did wrong. And I had to learn how to forgive myself. But man, I just could not understand and I could not put the sword down for the people who wronged me until, until. Step three says it's nothing to do about forgiveness or anything yet. Step three is when we make a decision to turn our will and life over to the care of God as we understand him. Okay. And I did that um, on seven seven seventeen. My sobriety date is five twenty nine seventeen. I still can't believe I'm coming up on three years. In fifteen days, I just thought of that. In fifteen days, I will have three years of sobriety with no drugs, and no alcohol, and no cigarettes, um, nothing, no prescription medicine, uh, no psych meds. Uh, and I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling anybody to 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 work this program. Consult a doctor before you do anything. But I'm telling you, mine was for me a supernatural experience. Okay. And I had to finally forgive the people who harmed me. Okay. Well, I. And, and part of my story, I'm going to put it in the book, but part of my story when I speak and I do the show, I don't talk about because I have forgiven these people. I, I don't want anybody to even get confused or think about that I use this platform. And I think I really believe that one reason why M2 The Rock is so long standing and we are consistent five nights a week. Uh, in December of this year, we have been on the air for three straight years not missed a night i mean not missed a night okay we we don't disappear then come back okay and i truly believe it's because this is not a platform to get revenge this is not a platform to state an opinion this is not a show that is like i'm going to make the comeback no this show is all about how in the heck am I staying sober all day long today? That's what it's always been about. I share. I have guests on the show, and we share, and I simply, simply, simply say, how in the heck did you stay sober today? How in the heck when you wake up in the morning and you have that feeling of anxiety and paranoia and impending doom, a fear, how in the heck do you not drink today? I got to know. I got to know. And that's what this show's about. And the common denominator that I hear from everybody, the people that I want what they got, okay? And there's people in recovery. I don't want their Jesus, okay? It's working for them. I don't want it, okay? Share experiences, not opinions. That's exactly right, Charles. And that's what we do on this show. And I use I statements and share my personal, personal experiences of how in the heck am I driving from here to there without drinking, right? 
and so um, I am so blessed that the mental obsession has been removed. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. There is a book, there is a book that is sold in all public bookstores. There's a book that you can buy on Amazon. You can buy this book at Barnes and Noble, okay? And it is called a book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Alcoholics Anonymous has support groups all over the world, okay? And you can go to aa.org to find a group. And the only requirement for membership is just a desire to stop drinking. I can forgive others and I can't forgive myself. Opal, you just hang on. Hang on, brother. We're about to get to it. But the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. And that's what these support groups are. At M2, we don't represent any groups. Okay. We we there's all roads to recovery. Man, if you're not drinking or doing drugs today, man. Come on, come on, just crank it up. Just keep going, okay? But I read this book, and, and I read this book, and this time when I got out of prison, something happened. And I could finally answer the question, what's different now, okay? In order for God to set me free, I want y'all to hear me. In order for God to set me free from this demon, this disease, this whatever we want to call it, okay? In order for God to set me free, I had to set everyone around me free. I had to set my ex-in-laws free. I had to set my mom, my dad, my brother. I had to set them free. I had to set my 
grandfather free. I had to set um, my ex-wife free. I had to set some people that did bad things to me that aren't okay. Okay? I had to set them free. And I had to accept what role I played in it. Hang in there with me. If you are struggling with a resentment today, if you are struggling with a resentment today, the reason why we have a resentment is because we play a role in it. Hear me out. What if your grandfather or grandmother or somebody abused you or molested you? Ready? That's not why I drank. I drank and did drugs for the effect. Hear me out. That's recovery talk, and I mean it. I drank alcohol, and I did drugs for the effect. There's a lot of people who have been violated that don't drink and do drugs. They may process and handle it a different way that may not be healthy, but I drank, and I did drugs for the effect. The role I play in not in, in, in holding on to these resentments for people who did me wrong, here's the role I play in it. Is I didn't forgive them. The role I play on it is I held on to the resentment. I'm not saying don't forget, but we must forgive. Let me remind you. There is also a book. If you don't believe in it, I still say try to read it. Okay. Look at it as a story, look at it as a self help book, and it's the Bible. Okay. And it's, the Gospels, there's the Old Testament, and there's the New Testament, okay? Oh, that's not true. That was written thousands of years ago by men. Just read it. Don't get caught up in all that stuff, okay? Just trust me. If you want to stop drinking and doing drugs, and you want to stop going to prison, and you want to stop waking up feeling guilt, shame, and remorse, try some suggestions from other men or other women. That's all I'm asking, just for today, okay? Matthew 6 14. Ready? Forgiveness. And I'm, a, I'm repetitive a lot on this show, but you know what? God's word doesn't change. So why are we going to make up words? It doesn't change. Matthew 6, 14 says, if you forgive those, this, I'll tell you the story how this happened. I did not know how to pray. So when I, when I was born again and I was reading the Bible, I literally did not know how to pray. I'd been going to support group meetings and people will be saying, pray in the morning and pray at night. Hit your knees in the morning and hit your knees at night. Okay. I get it. I hear you. I don't know how to do it. Okay. So I will tell you this. God doesn't have time for King James Version prayers. Okay. God wants your truth. Okay. And if you don't pray, try this. If you say, okay, I'll try them too. Do this tonight, okay? Get on your knees and say, hey, God, I don't know how to do this, okay? I don't know how to do this. This is new to me, and um, but I do. I just want to tell you, if you're there, if you're there, I just want to say, hey, thank you. Thank you for keeping me sober today. Amen. Boom. That's it. Just do that, okay? Then in the morning when you wake up, be honest with God and say, God, all right, I'm laying in bed. I'm tired. I don't want to hit my knees, but I know. Okay, I'm gonna try this. I heard this 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 freak on 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 the internet that 
you know, thinks he's this recovery guru and all that stuff. But you know what? He said something. I'm going to try it. Might as well. If he can stay sober, I'll try it. So you hit your knees and you say, God, once again, I'm trying. This is two in a row now. I did one last night. I'm going to do one now. And, and God, here's the deal. Help me stay sober today. Amen. You continue doing that. And your conversations will get longer with him. Your belief will get stronger in him because he will start slowly, but slowly. God ain't going to give us anything fast because we're junkies. Okay. If he gives me anything fast, I will immediately get amnesia and forget God is there. I'll put him on the shelf going, I know he's there. He'll always forgive me and I'm going to go do me crazy okay but if you do this you start getting closer let me explain that you meet a new friend the first day you meet this human being whether it be a girl or a guy okay hi my name is michael they introduce themselves back to you i talk to them they talk back and a relationship is established and in order to continue to have that relationship with this human being, what do I do? I continue talking to him. In order for this relationship to be strong, I'm honest with him. And the more we talk and the more honest I am with him, the more he talks and the more honest he is with me. And an intimate relationship happens, which is called a friendship same thing but boy is it more powerful it is so much more powerful it's unbelievable so i did not know how to pray and i went to the bible and i literally went to the back <laughs> i like you brian <laughs> welcome to the show that's so true um, if i i went to the back of the bible and i said prayer and it took me to matthew chapter six and matthew chapter six is how i got to my world famous verse my verse i call it world famous because it changed my life and it says here it says when you pray do not be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on the street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them bro i like this book <laughs> so i kept reading it. i'm like what and it says but when you pray Go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. Now, he's going to reward you his way, not my way, okay? When you pray, don't babble on and as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words over and over again. Don't be like them, for your father knows exactly what you need before you even ask. You with me? Homeboy up there knows exactly what you need before you even ask. Okay? He wants an intimate relationship with each and every one of you. Pray like this. Y'all ready to get goosebumps? Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. 
May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, everybody who is holding on to a resentment right now towards a person, place, or thing, I want you to listen to me. Give us today the food we need. So what that means is, God, provide to me what I need today. Have you eaten today? Do you have clothes on today? Do you have gas in your car today? Whatever your life is arranged, are you getting exactly what you need today? Not what you want, but what you need, okay? Birds aren't tripping. Birds wake up in the morning. They tweet, tweet, tweet. They fly around. They got to move their wings. They move their feet. They are into action, but those birds know daddy is going to feed them. They're, the, the birds know. You ne have you ever seen birds die of starvation? Have you ever seen birds worried about a 401k account? No, because they have faith. They believe that they are going to get provided what they need. There's no doubt. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins. So as I'm reading this in the penitentiary, I'm reading this. Wait a minute. Give us today the food we need. Okay, I get that. And forgive us of our sins. So God, forgive me for the things that I have done. Forgive me for being a bad person. Forgiven. As we have forgiven those who sinned against us. Whoa, tap the brakes. Tap the brakes, God. Just forgive me for my sins. That those people who did that to me, those that person that killed my mom, that person who murdered my dad. Come on, God. What are you talking about? Listen to me. As we have forgiven those who sinned against you, God is saying, Hey, M2, you ain't God. I am. Okay. I'm in prison. I'm going to ride with you. And don't let us yield to temptation. I can do that. Okay, that makes sense to me, God. I'm with you. I'm riding with you. Okay? But rescue us from the evil one. Please, God, keep me from the evil one. Okay? Keep me, keep that. I don't want any stinking thinking. All right? And then here's where I highlighted it in yellow. If. Everybody hashtag if. We did this before. If. If. You forgive those who sin against you. Your heavenly father will forgive you. Whoa. Come on, God. I don't want to go. I don't. I can't do that, God. Okay, no problem. But if you refuse to give those, your father will not forgive your sins. Wow. Ouch. Daddy, I feel a pinch. When you forgive those who hurt you, God will bless your game. I did that. They opened the doors of the prison and let me go. That's why I'm here. Y'all know the story. That's what happens. When we forgive, when we sit, I don't mean go have lunch with them. I don't mean, I don't mean go play golf with them. I don't mean you forget about it. Okay. I don't mean you put them on blast. You forgive them. You forgive them. When you do, God will bless your game. Let me tell you what. 
in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Let me tell you how good this book is. On page 64, and the reason why we're doing hashtag if, that's how much God loves you. He's not telling you to do it. He's just saying if. I love you so much, I'm giving you the power of choice. I love you that much. And if you forgive those, I'm going to bless your game, homeboy. If you forgive that person who violated you, traumatized you, caused you so much pain, cheated on you, stole from you, did you wrong, I'm going to bless your game. I got them. That's what God's saying. I will bless your game. Right? Trust me on this, guys. I could not put the sword down. Then as I read that, I started reading the first 164 pages of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous again, again. And it started leaping off the pages to me. Watch this. Page 64. Resentment is the number one offender. It destroys more alcoholics than anything else. From it stem all forms of spiritual disease. For we have not only been mentally and physically ill, we have been spiritually sick. When the spiritual malady is overcome, we straighten out mentally and physically. Then we do a four-step. Now we turn the page on 66. These drunks, these alcoholics wrote this. They have the solution in here for the people who wronged you. Are you ready? The people who wronged you, everybody in the comments, the people who, Tina, the people who wronged you, you ready? That person who wronged you, this is what we do. This is what we do. This was our course. We realized that the people who wronged us were perhaps spiritually sick. Hmm. Okay, let's get graphic here person that molests you, abuses you, rapes you. We look at them as they are a spiritually sick person. Though we did not like their symptoms and the way these disturbed us, they, like ourselves, were sick too. Did you ever think about the people that we can't forgive that a lot of their behaviors we recognize because I have them too, or I had them too. Wow. Whoa. They, like ourselves, were sick too. We ask God to help us show the same tolerance, pity, and patience that we would cheerfully grant a sick friend. When a person offended, we said to ourselves, this is a sick man or a woman. Back then, when, you, when they said the word man, that was the figure of speech. That's how they wrote uh, back then. Okay, This is a sick person. How can I be helpful to him or her? God, please save me from being angry. Thy will be done. Are you all ready right here? I want you all to hear this. We avoid retaliation or argument. We wouldn't treat sick people that way. If I do, I destroy my chance of being helpful. Listen, M2 The Rock, 
It's real easy to look all Mr. Recovery when things are going great, when things are going great. Where I have the ability to help the newcomer, where I really have the ability to help someone who is really struggling with this disease, okay, is them watching me when things aren't good. That's where we're powerful. If you're in recovery, that's where we are powerful when things aren't going good. That's what I want. I want to see how you act. I'm watching you. I see people in recovery group rooms are going through divorces. I see people in recovery group rooms that are going through grieving deaths. I see people. I saw we had a guest on the show last night that lost her son to an opioid overdose. I'm watching her. I want what she's got. It's faith. And you know what she does? She serves. Terry Bentley Hill, who is on this show, her husband commits suicide. Her daughter commits suicide. And guess what she does? Guess what she does? To heal, she serves others. We cannot be helpful to all people, but at least God will show us how to take a kindly and tolerant view of each and every one that's working for me today okay uh man my biggest character defect when i was in the disease and drinking and drugging is i could spit box with the best of them dude i i won more fist fights without throwing a punch my my mouth i was i was a punk absolute punk okay today god has taken my worst character defect and turned it into an asset Dude, I say things today I just can't believe I say. I just, it's God, just God just speaking through. Before I do this show, I ask God, God, please, please. And I can't believe I'm talking like this, but I pray about everything. God, please give me the words to say. Please let me be a vessel to help somebody. And I don't want any glory. I want you to win, God. This is all about you. Let's do this. Let's do this. And I'll wind it down with this. How do I know if I've forgiven somebody? How do I? I want to know if I'm doing it right. Okay. So I know when I'm working a good program. Okay. I know that I'm on the beam working a good program that I will get a phone call or somebody that is sick that's needing help. That, that's kind of a, a check mark that I'm, I'm doing something right. Because God's not going to put a sick person and a sick person together if they're both wanting to stay sober. That's just my belief, okay? That's kind of a check mark, all right? Because the reason why I come to that conclusion that is when, when, I'm, when I'm knucking futs and I'm just a crazy man inside, my phone's never ringing because nobody wants what I have, right? And I truly believe that that's God doing for me what I can't do for myself, okay? Um, that's what my sponsor told me when I first got into NA. He said, you ready to do some service? That's what's up, Ryan. That's a good sponsor right there. That's an old timer right there. That's exactly right. You ready to do some service work? Okay. We're going to get out of self. All right. We're going to get out of self. I love that. Uh, how big's your God? How big is your God? All right. What step you working on? I mean, that's, that's real recovery talk right there in the rooms. Okay. Good stuff. But that's when I know I'm on the beam. But how do we know 
when we have forgiven that person. You ready, Tina? This is how I know that I have forgiven these people. I stopped planning revenge against them. Let me say that again. I don't, oh God, I just got goosebumps. I don't lay in bed at night anymore plotting revenge against these people. I never followed through with it, but it changed. It was drugs. Plotting and scheming in my head how I was going to make the comeback or how I was going to get revenge with this person, how I would walk into a restaurant and fantasize about seeing this person and going up to them and just undressing them, just ripping them down to shreds with all of these facts, this Oscar-winning, award-winning movie that I had built in my head on how I was going to get revenge. Can you relate to that? Can you relate to that? That's when I knew I'd forgiven them. I stopped planning revenge. I don't think like that today. And I'm going to tell you something else. Brian, I bet you your sponsors told you this. Are you ready? I pray for them today. I said that. I meant that. I represent that. I'm all about that. And I truly believe the fake it till you make it sometimes helps. I pray for them. It's what the book told me to do. I treat them like a sick person because I was sick. All right. Matthew 7, 3. And why worry about the speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? I love that. And I'm going to end with this reading here about true forgiveness. True forgiveness is an essential part of my recovery program. I often have difficulty getting past my anger and bitterness toward those who have mistreated or abused me. However, asking God's forgiveness for my personal shortcomings and sins is hypocritical unless I am willing to forgive others. I forfeit, listen to this, I forfeit forgiveness from God by denying forgiveness to others. To the detriment of my recovery program, this is not only selfish, but also self-destructive. I truly believe that the mental obsession to drink and drug has been removed when I did Matthew 6:14. When I when I forgave, when I when I set him free, when I set these people free, when I stopped drinking the poison, hoping that they would die, when I stopped doing that, and I don't know how it happened. I wish I could just sit here and just tell y'all 
uh, do one plus one equals two and then divide it by this and you're going to get this. No, the pain just got bad enough. After my 27th mugshot and in prison, and I was just me and this rock at the bottom, this rock at the bottom that I kept hitting my head on, and I finally realized that the rock at the bottom all of these times was God, and I stayed there, and I hung out with the rock at the bottom, and I let you men bring me out of the bottom. I didn't make my, I didn't get out of the bottom. You guys in the comments brought me out of the bottom because my tools got me to the bottom. I'm not going to use the same tools to get out of the bottom. And when I did that, I have freedom today. I challenge you guys and girls to study forgiveness. It's freeing. It is so freeing. There are days when I have new resentments, but as a result of me forgiving these people who truly did me wrong, and to accept, there's no points, no victory. I see people spitboxing on social media. I see people spitboxing on TV. I see, and spitboxing means whatever, arguing, just cackle. Cackle, 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 cackle. Now I'm talking about people in recovery. I'm talking about godly people. I sit there and I pray for them and I go, oh my God, please, I hope a newcomer's not watching this. Mm -hmm. Please, God, I hope a newcomer's not watching this. I don't want what they got. I'm praying that they get back on the beam. I am. I'm praying they get back on the beam. But they're off the beam. How do we get back on the beam? We admit that we are powerless over anger and resentment, that our life is unmanageable. Then we come to believe it's a power greater than ourselves to restore me back to sanity. And I have to remember that I made a decision to turn my will and life over to the care of God as I understand him. I didn't turn my will and life over to the care of him too. If I turn my will and life over to the care of M2, we all go in the penitentiary. We are all going to the penitentiary. And then I do another fourth step. That's why we work these steps on a continuous basis. Tina, I pray that you get the relief. I'm sensing something. I pray. I pray. The power of prayer is powerful. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I got three words. I got eight letters. And it's got one meaning. And before I tell you what that is, I need to thank Healing Springs Ranch. I love Healing Springs Ranch. I got to thank DFW Coin and Jewelry. Thank you, DFW Coin and Jewelry. Maybe we get back in the studio. Who knows? But it's going to happen exactly the way God has it. I want to thank everybody on this show today that's watching. Okay. Tomorrow night, we are going to have an encore show, an encore show. I will be escorting Miss Rachel Stacy to the Country Music Network uh, television show tomorrow that she'll be performing at tomorrow night. So um, once I find out um, how y'all can view that, I'll put the links out there. Uh, but y'all can check her out on Rachel Stacy's page. Uh, three words. 
eight letters. It's got one meaning, and I mean this. I love you. Make it a great night. Good night, everyone. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.